Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Deasis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. Oh my freaking gosh, I am so excited that you're here. Literally, it means the world to me. I am obsessed with coaching people. I'm obsessed with helping people build their business. I could talk about building businesses and doing marketing and social media all day long. But instead of harassing my friends, this podcast seemed like this phenomenal chance to bring my knowledge out into the world, help coach you all for free on this podcast, and also just bring so much, so much good to the world. So before we dive into this episode, I just want to say thank you so much for being here with me right now today. Now, what I've planned for you for this episode is so good. It is so good because it is so practical. If you're building your business and you're not creating income consistently, right, then this strategy is going to help you tremendously. Now, how do I know? It's because this strategy is what I used to take my business from zero to six figures in the first year without paid ads, just organic social media marketing. It's also what I teach my clients across like the number of my different programs and offers. And most importantly, this strategy is pretty manageable in terms of workload. Now, what? why am I saying this? Because it's not good enough for me to just give you business advice and teach you strategies if they're going to keep you busy 24-7, right? It is not about getting to 10K or 50K a month, no matter the cost, right? You didn't create your own business or start your own business in order to work 24-7. In, on this podcast and in general, with everything that I do in every one of my programs and any one of my offers in the way how I run my business, I always make sure that it is that that there are strategies and systems and processes that are super manageable in terms of like how much time and energy and resources they take. And here I'm really leading by example because when I started my business, I launched my Instagram account on October 28th. And two weeks later, I realized, dang it, I'm pregnant. How am I going to do this? Right? So everything that I'm teaching you in this episode is straight from that first year of my business, which was a six-figure year, year one, six-figure year, okay, when I was also pregnant and sleeping probably, I would say somewhere around 12 to 14 hours a day. So trust me when I say what I'm teaching you in this episode 
is super, super doable. Now, here's what I'm seeing in, especially in the coaching industry, but this is really true for like any niche, any kind of product offer or service, is that people heard that you can build a wildly successful business using social media and they post and post and post and nothing is happening. No one DMs you. No one asks, how can I buy from you? How can I join your program? Right? So this is how business works. There are some fundamental problems happening here. Let's take a look at your average average business downtown, right? Let's take a look at a brick and mortar store. How does it work? Somehow people need to find you and you need to catch their attention. That means you need to be in a position, in, in, in a physical location where there is actually traffic, where people are walking by your store so that they can actually see it. And then you need to catch their attention by putting something into your window that tells people like, oh, this is a clothing store. Oh, this looks really cute, right? Or this is a bookstore. It's a grocery store. You have to tell people, this is what I'm selling. Now, (laughs) for example, in a brick and mortar store, you could put out a sign, right? A sign is kind of like an Instagram post. You want to make your storefront pretty. That's kind of like your Instagram feed or your LinkedIn feed. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. And you want to be eye-catching, meaning it's got to be interesting in some form or way. And here is the the big problem that a lot of people are not realizing when they try to build their business on social media. If your photos aren't professional looking, and by professional, by no means do I mean you need to have a professional photography and a do photo shoot every six weeks. <laughs> like, that's not what I mean. But it's got to look like a business, okay? They can be selfies, that's okay, but it's got to have a consistent vibe. And yes, it is a visual medium. So you also want to make sure you use some filters, you know, that it just looks pretty and professional. And it's clear that you're not doing this for fun. You're not just like, it's not your private profile, right? You want to make sure people get that this is not just a random person's house door. This is an actual storefront, right? Okay. So now that we've (laughs) talked about that, make your Instagram profile look professional. What does that mean? Have a clear bio, use photos and reels with filters so that they look pretty and like visually pleasing. Okay. Now, back to the brick and mortar store. What happens after you catch someone's attention? So you walk past the store, right? And you think to yourself, oh, that's a pretty cute dress. Now you walk inside. And here's the thing. If you feel like buying that dress, you'll buy it. And what most people don't realize is that a buying decision is really based on feelings. Yes, we can think about it rationally, but do you really need another dress? No, you don't. Do you really need another book? No, you probably don't either, right? Information is available for free online. So why are you buying? Because you feel like it. And by feeling, I really mean emotions. It could be fear. It could be desire. It could be longing. It could be wanting confidence, right? You see that dress, you're like, oh, it would look so cute on me. I would feel so confident if I don't know, walk onto my ex-boyfriend's wedding, right? Or, oh, I want to feel like I'm doing something for my personal development. So I'm going to go buy this book, right? So buying decisions are based on feelings. And then later we rationalize it. 
Now, here's the next problem with, with a lot of content is that it is super rational. My favorite avocado recipe. Okay, well, there's zero emotions in that. I don't know, booty building workout. Like, yeah, that makes, gives me a quick win as a follower because I'm like, oh, cool, I could do this and then I could have my dream, dream bunda. My, I don't know, bunda is a Portuguese word for, for booty, which we use in this household. Um, cause I think it's a cute word. My, uh, my dream booty. But the emotion happens is when you tie it to, for example, the feeling of being 100% confident when you step out onto the beach in your tiny little bikini. Okay. So what does this mean for building your business? Online, the busy road is social media where you want to place your store, right? You can pick any one platform. They all work. There's no better or worse. They all work. You just need to know the rules of that one social media platform game. And then your feed is the storefront, your reels, your your photos, your carousels, they're your storefront, right? They need to capture people's attention so that they walk in to your store as in come to your profile. And you need to catch people's attention and you need to hook them emotionally. This is really where you don't get out. Like if you don't create emotion, emotional connection with your people, they're not going to buy. Okay, so simply having that in the back of your mind, that is what your content has to do. Now, on the next level, you have to also create trust, right? Remember, this is the internet. No one's ever met you in person. You could be the Nigerian prince with a treasure trove full of gold, as in you could be a huge scam. And that is something that is in the back of people's minds. So you need to create trust. And then last but not least, you've got to move them to action. Now, those this is the, the general process of how people buy, right? First, you catch their attention with something that's interesting to them. You hook them emotionally. This creates desire for your offer. You build the trust. You show them like, hey, I'm trustworthy. I'm not a scam. I'm not just going to take your money and run. I'm going to show up for you. And you've got to move them to action. You've got to give them a reason why right now is the perfect time to buy from you right? And brick and mortar st stores do this fabulously by having seasonality. They often tie it to weather or they tie it to events. For example, Christmas around the corner, they put stuff in the window that's like Christmas gift ready or like has Christmas gift potential or they tailor their marketing and communication campaigns. So this is something that you need to keep in mind. Now, how do you know what is interesting? Step number one, You've got to know who you're talking to and you've got to know what you're selling, right? So you have to define your niche. You have to create very clear positioning as in, well, what do I actually do? Am I a nutrition coach? If so, for whom? And what do, this, what do these people care about, right? If you're an intuitive eating coach for, let's say, for, for moms, they may care a lot about sorting out their non-intuitive eating once and for all so that they can set a really good example for their children, right? But that's a very different person than, let's say, I don't know, a college student who wants to finally learn how to eat intuitively so that every time exam period rolls around, she doesn't go empty the cup cupboard and like <laughs> wrap it spiral into a, a, a jar of skippies. Right. So you need to know who it is that you're talking to and what it is that you're really selling. And when you're selling stuff, remember, you're not just selling the product or the service or whatever, the transformation. You're selling a lot of emotions because remember, 
buying decisions are emotional, right? So what what is it that you're selling? You're not just selling a dream body. What you're selling is confidence when you walk onto the beach. It is fitting into any of the cute clothes in your favorite store and not having to worry about it, not having to dread buying jeans, right? Dread is an emotion. Confidence is an emotion, right? So that's really, really important. You've got to define your niche. You've got to get clear um, on what you sell and whom you sell to. And if you don't actually know your niche, what will happen is that there is a lot of like mumbo jumbo about your personal life and your feet doesn't look professional or coherent. And it's like people won't stop because you're talking about your puppy and how your husband is the greatest person in the world. And that's all amazing. Doesn't sell your weight loss program, doesn't sell your business program, right? So this is really, really important. Who do you serve? What do you sell? And, and and like, what is your messaging, right? So all of that is your niche. It is your perfect offer for the perfect client and the perfect message. And if you don't know how to find your niche, like, girl, check out Niche Clarity Accelerator. I've turned it into a super low ticket self-study program because this is the basis. If you have never defined your niche and you're not selling, go define your niche, like check out NCA, you can DM me and ask about it, or you just go to my website, condalounge.co slash NCA, and it's right there. Because in order to define your niche, you want to do a combination of like market research and an intuitive approach, depending on where you're at in your business and what type of personality you are. Like those are the two approaches and NCA will help you with just that. It's defining your niche, defining your offer and creating your perfect I help statement, right? Because if you don't have that storefront that clearly says, I sell X for this kind of person, it's really, really, really hard to sell anything. And it's very confusing, right? If you can't answer the question, what do you do in like one sentence? then it's very hard to communicate that online. Now, number two. Okay, step number two in your process. Now, let's say you know, okay, well, I'm a weight loss coach for moms or I'm a business coach for mompreneurs or it doesn't have to be about moms, right? You could be a flexibility teacher for yoga people, right? The next step is honing your communication skills. Now, what I hear most commonly when I talk to people in real life or online, is that they tell me people just don't get it. They don't get what I do. They don't get why this is so amazing, why I feel so excited about, I don't know, business coaching, or why I feel so excited about teaching flexibility. If you, if, Y'all, if you've been following me online, like, you know, I was a flexibility teacher. I still train flexibility. I could talk about flexibility all day long. I love it, right? But just because I love it doesn't mean you care. And here's the thing. You have to take ownership. If people don't get why you're incredible and why you're amazing and why what you're doing is so needed, you have to take ownership of that. That means you don't know how to communicate it. You need to work on your communication skills. It's not their responsibility to make sense of what you do. It's your responsibility to actually get your point across. Now, in real life, it's usually a lot easier to talk to people about what it is that you do because one, a communication in real life 
isn't limited to like four seconds and quick swiping and scrolling, right? Attention span online is just so, so, so short. You only have a couple of seconds to get your point across. Now, we're used to being really fuzzy in our language. We don't really say what we want. We we require so much context and forth and back and clarification in order to communicate. We're really, really ineffective communicators. And what else is there? There's a lot of word vomit. We jump between stories, right? It's extremely, extremely confusing. And I see this so much when I read people's captions and I'm like, wait, what? What is she? She was just talking about avocado toast. How did we end up with her husband and her trip to Hawaii four years ago? Like, why? Weren't we just talking about her purpose? I, I don't get it, right? And I, I urge you to pay attention, like go to smaller coaches accounts um, that that look like maybe they're still at the start of their story and read their posts. It's super confusing, right? So what's the solution? You need to learn how to communicate effectively in writing and on video for social media, right? Social media is not a five course Michelin dinner. It is quick and easy consumption and it's got to be good. It's got to be fast and it's got to be straight to the point. It's your Starbucks drive through of content. Okay. So stop trying to be incredibly eloquent. Stop trying to be highly sophisticated in your language. Stop using all these fancy words. Keep it short. Keep it simple. As short as possible, as long as necessary. Now, that usually means you are filling the 2000 character limit on your caption, and you probably have to cut it down before you can post it. Why? Because we tend to word vomit, talk too much, fill it with too much fluff. You've got to cut out the fluff and get straight to the point. Now, here's the thing. You need to learn how to structure your content effectively, meaning, and and, and I have a full episode on this, okay? Episode two is all about how to structure your captions, and episode four is all about headlines, okay? So go binge on those after. But here's the thing. You need to structure your content in order to catch attention, right? And to hold attention all the way from start to finish. And you need to learn how to tell good stories because stories are memorable, they're relatable, and in order to make them relevant to what it is that you're selling. So those are the two, two, two important pieces for content creation. Now, (laughs) content is everything, okay? If you're building a social media business, you're a content creator. And then step number three, you've got to attract clients. This usually means that you've got to learn the rules of social media. Now, if you're on Instagram right now, the easiest way to attract people to your feed, to get people into your store, is by leveraging the power of your reels and your carousel posts. This means do not waste reels on like random stuff that has nothing to do with your offer. Like don't create a reel where you're walking around enjoying the sun with your dog unless you're a dog trainer. Okay. So use reels in order to actually educate around what it is that you're selling. Best comparison to a brick and mortar store, don't put books in your storefront if you're really selling shoes. Okay. 
So keep that in mind. Now, what if you're really having a hard time learning how social media works? You don't have a lot of experience. Maybe you don't even want to deal with like, oh, social media growth. It can be very intimidating. Here is a manual strategy that gives you a lot of control and ownership. Is this the most time effective strategy? No. But it is being taught all across by business coaches because it gives you so much power and it gives you something to actively do in order to attract clients. Here we go. And this strategy alone is probably worth a couple of thousand dollars because this is what business coaches teach all across. Okay, so let's say you are a business coach for musicians. The easiest way to go about this is type in piano or singer or wedding performer into the search bar, Instagram will spit out a whole list of people who are your ideal clients, who are already on social media. They're singers, performers, music teachers, right? You just go to their profile, you follow them, you leave a couple of comments, you maybe answer their stories. That way you're feed is always populated with content from people who are your ideal clients. You can chat them up. Your goal here is not to sell them or pitch them anything. So don't go to that dear profile and be like, hey there, I see you're a sinker. Just wanted to let you know my business program is opening spots. That's not what I'm talking about. The goal here is simply to make them notice you like, oh, there's a person who's engaging a lot with my stuff. And then you just stop, like don't go harass them. Just just have like friendly, like legit conversations. It's not about selling here. But when you engage with them, what you're basically doing is you make them notice you. Okay. And then they leave it up to them to decide whether they follow you or not. Now, if your content is really amazing, because you're creating desire, you're creating trust, you're you're hooking them emotionally, you know how to tell good stories, right? They will follow you on their own. They'll watch your stories on their own. Okay, this strategy is only there to like make them notice you and then they will decide whether they will follow you or not. And this absolutely works. Now, what if your ideal client is not someone who is easily found on social media because they don't they don't label themselves as a musician or as your ideal client? Let's say you're you're teaching about how to overcome eating disorders, right? Your average Jane who's struggling with an eating disorder isn't going to go hashtag eating disorder on her profile, right? This is usually not something that people are super eager to share with the world. A way to find normal users, right, could be to go to a competitor's profile. Let's say you go to another eating disorder coach. You simply check who's commenting, liking there. And if they have a public profile, you can just like it. Um, like a couple posts or like leave a comment for them. You can answer it. Again, the the point being here is just to make them notice you. It's just a little nudge of like, hey, here I am. Do not go harassing them, okay? Never in your business. Like you don't want to be the person um, who stands at the corner, like, I don't know, the Greenpeace representative that chats you up and wants you to like sign their petition or give you give you money or give them money, right? That's not the type of business we're building. And this is also why I'm super passionate against cold outrage and cold DMing, inviting people to like random challenges and stuff. Like it's just not a good experience, right? You just want to have a quick, friendly conversation 
And just to give you an example, like I did this in the beginning of my business because I didn't want to have to deal with social media growth. And I did this and I don't know, there was someone who was following a different business coach and I noticed she's German. I'm like, hey, girl, I'm German too. So cool to see other Germans. And that's all. That's all the comment I left because I legit felt like saying that. I was legit excited being like, hey there, fellow German. So nice to see you. We're rare species um, <laughs> in the coaching, online coaching world. And that's it. And then she noticed my profile. So she was like, oh, another German. And she's a business coach. I'm interested in that topic. She followed me back. She became one of my clients right? So that's the vibe. It's just a quick, casual conversation. And usually when you when you chat someone up for like two seconds, they still notice you, right? They, they look at you. I'm curious. I want to know who's that person that left a comment under my photo. So you can rest assured if your stuff is relevant because you've done your research, you've done, defined your niche, right? You've gone through NCA, you know what who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Then you're creating good content they will notice you, they will follow you. And once they follow you, they become open for your nurturing. And it's very, very possible and likely that you can you can later convert them into clients. Now, this was the manual approach to attracting clients. What is the non-manual approach? The non-manual approach is always leveraging your content. So creating content, as in right now, it's really reels and carousels where it's at, um, creating reels and carousels around your ideal client avatar's interest. Okay. So this is really, really important. And if you know your niche, you know what's interesting to them, you know what content to create. And then the fourth part is about learning how to sell. The fourth piece in the strategy is, is learning how to create enough desire, trust, and action to move people off the fence, to, to give them that nudge. Now, I nurture my, my, my audience with in-feed posts where I typically keep more of the what I call catnipy stuff. Um, catnip because cats are crazy for it, right? It's <laughs> if you've ever seen a cat going for catnip, they're crazy. They can't resist and they're like rolling in it because it's, oh my God, it's so good right? So that's the kind of content I use on my feed in order to attract more people. Um, and then I use my stories a lot to actually nudge them off the fence. Why? Because story content is more effective for sales than the visual plus writing. Now, this might surprise you because I am a copywriter. I just also want to make it clear that I use Instagram stories a lot. Now, this was really hard for me in the beginning because I had a lot of fear around showing up on video. There was a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of negative self-talk about, well, but I don't look like an Instagram beach body babe, right? I don't want to show up on video and I don't want to have to do my makeup. Girl, stop overthinking it. You're serving your clients, you're serving your audience, and this is a much bigger good. Like it's it's for a much greater good than your fears. Okay. So really make a deal with yourself saying there's always something on my Instagram stories because this is like your flashing, blinking open sign, open for business sign on your brick and mortar store. Now it's much easier for me to do Instagram stories. I do them on the fly. I feel super confident. How how that big transformation? Practice. 
practice and experience. I now don't have to think about, well, what am I going to put on Instagram stories? It comes easily, it comes quickly. And this is really important. Like if you're really struggling with showing up on with Instagram stories, you don't know what to talk about, girl, check out profitable story prompts because here's the thing. Most people, when they start their business, they haven't honed their intuition. They haven't, don't have the experience yet in order to do this kind of stuff on the fly. This is something that is built through repetition. Okay. And while I love working with intuitive business coaches, I don't think that works for someone who's in the beginning of their journey. So if Instagram stories don't happen for you like easily, quickly, and on the fly, girl, get yourself a structure and a training, right? So for profitable story prompts, it's 365 storytelling prompts that you can use in order to prime your audience for, for the sale. Generally speaking, you want to do mini trainings around the transformation. You want to do talk about the pain points. So for example, for me, what to post on Instagram stories today would be a mini training that I could that I could put up there, right? You can talk about pain points, how, how to stop procrastinating on your content or about the opportunity. Like, okay, if you're wondering how I constantly receive DMs like this and this, and then I could put two screenshots of people asking me about my one-on-one services. Here is how. And then I talk about how I how I create content in order to achieve that, right? So some form of mini trainings, they are super valuable. People love watching them. Use a lot of stickers. And if you don't know how to use Instagram stories professionally um, in order to like maximize that people watch them, they were having fun, like go check out profitable story prompts or DM me about it because it's actually not on the website yet. And then the last step of this process is emotional intelligence and building resilience. Because if you're sitting in a limiting belief poop storm, Okay, it's really effing hard to take action. It's really, really difficult. If you're constantly overthinking things, if you're constantly second guessing yourself, and when you're in these negative emotions of like fear and worry and like being upset because no one's liking or commenting on your stuff, it's really, really difficult to find the motivation to actually hop on Instagram stories and talk about your offer to actually write a post or record a reel because you're like, oh, my last reel only got 200 views. Like, what's the point even, right? Our minds are so good at protecting us. And if you're sitting in this like negative low vibe energy, it's really, really difficult to take action. And uh, yeah, I could talk about mindset and energy so much. This is going to be a whole episode, okay? How to be fearless. But this is pretty much the process of building a profitable business and hitting six figures in the first year. And this is literally what I did the entire first year. Number one, get super clear on your niche and your offer and your messaging. Now, as a former copywriter or as a copywriter and business coach, that was easy for me. That took me about a week or two to do. I went through the exact process that I teach inside Niche Clarity Accelerator. I did my market research asking those exact questions. I was like, okay, well, that's my ideal client. This is what I'm selling. 
This is the messaging I'm going to create. So that only took me like a week. Now, if you go for Niche Clarity Accelerator, it may take you two or three weeks max. But then you actually know, okay, well, this is what I'm selling. This is who it's for. It becomes easy. You fix your Instagram bio. You put up your perfect I help statement. You're open for business. Okay. Second step, learn how to communicate effectively. Learn to have an answer to the question of what do you do? right? Learn to structure your content effectively. And girl, the fastest way to do that is addictive caption blueprint. Like just saying, it teaches you step by step. Okay, well, these are all the points you have to hit. There's a set method for situation, emotion. Remember, buying decisions are emotions. And transition, how to get your message across, how to create educational content, how to create a personal story post, how to create a belief post, because all of that flows into your content. All of that is part of selling, right? So you put out your content regularly. So in the first year of my business, I create a content only once per week. That was enough. If I started a business now, I would probably go for one reel and one post per week. Now, mind you, that should not take more than two hours in your week in total, max, in order to write it and put it up there. You add one hour for Instagram stories because you're overthinking and re-recording and you're still building that emotional resilience and fearlessness, right? Okay, so that means right now you're working on average an hour and like 20 a day. Okay, well, what else is there to do? Not that much, right? So you've got, you can add another 30 minutes or so engaging for uh, with people. And this is already enough to attract your first clients and hit your first 10K in sales, right? So you'll learn to sell. You define your niche. You learn how to write content, right? You learn how to communicate and get your point across. You learn how to sell using content and Instagram stories in combination. And that's it. You build your emotional resilience so that you actually show up. And this is a lot of like practice and repetition. Boom. This is literally all I did the entire first year of my business where I was either pregnant or I had a newborn baby on my lap, right? So this is it. And then I have weekly calls to actually serve my clients, meaning I literally only worked three hours a day. And I still hit the six figures. So keep that in mind. Everything else that goes beyond that is probably cause of the emotional intelligence issue where you're like, okay, well, I'm overthinking. I'm making this mean so much more than it does. And I don't have a process for like creating content effectively. But this is generally speaking, this is a process that is being taught. Okay, put yourself where traffic is, go on social media, get clear on your niche, Get clear on your offer, on your messaging, learn to communicate, like sell using your posts and your Instagram stories and keep practicing that emotional resilience and becoming fearless. That was a lot. This episode went longer than than I thought it was, but like 
I just had so many things to say. I hope you really loved it. Let me know if you're implementing this process. Shoot me a DM if you've got a question. Um, and remember that there come this episode comes with a download, which you can find at contentloungepodcast.com. Um, you sign up for the free resource library. If a podcast episode is comes with a free download, it will be on the research slide or in the research library for the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so freaking excited that we're doing this podcast and I get this chance to mentor you here. And remember, there is a giveaway with the launch party happening on the Content Lounge Podcast Instagram account. Love you all. Have an incredible day and I see you on Instagram. Content Loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.